With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Rams Up, your weekly L.A. Rams podcast, bi-weekly during the season. We are a proud member of the Pigskin Podcast Network. We'll cover other SoCal sports items of interest, but we're mostly about your Los Angeles Rams. I'm your host, Mark. Let's get to it. Welcome, Ram fans, episode 72, your bi-weekly L.A. Rams podcast. What are we doing in this episode? We're going to go over some general Rams and NFL news, look back at snap counts and pro football focus scores from the Tampa Bay game. We're going to do a real quick update on our game picks. And then after that, pretty much dedicate it to a preview of the Rams-Niners game, hopefully the Rams' second-to-last game of the year get by the 49ers, and on to the Super Bowl. Haven't done much other SoCal sports news lately. We'll have time for that in a few weeks. I did want to mention that the UCLA men's basketball team pulled off a big win, beating Arizona 75-59 to at home, a 16-point victory over the number three team in the country. UCLA had slid to number seven after losing to Oregon. They will definitely pop up a few spots after this win. NFL News, Sean Payton steps down from the Saints. Rumors that he's going to continue coaching somewhere, maybe not right away, but eventually. Dallas has been mentioned. And on Monday, the Chiefs waived Josh Gordon. He cleared waivers, and they have added him to their practice squad. 
he saw action in 12 games with 7 starts, 5 receptions on 14 targets, for 32 yards and a touchdown. So, will we see him in the Super Bowl? I guess so. I guess it's a possibility. Normally, we dedicate a whole segment to power rankings and game picks. Not enough to talk about right now. Rehash last week, I went 3-1. The only game I got wrong was the Packer-Niner game. The esteemed Lorenzo Reyes of USA Today and Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk both went 0-4. for 4. And Pete Prisco, not much better, 1-3. So I killed all three of those guys this week. What about this week? I'll get to my Ram pick later on. Hmm, the suspense is building. Who am I going to pick in the Ram Niner game? As for the Bengals Chiefs, Chiefs are favored by seven. Remember, these two teams played January 2nd in Cincinnati, Bengals prevailing 34-31. to So yes, I'm saying there's a chance. In that game, Joe Burrow threw for 446 yards and four TDs. Jamar Chase had a big part of that. 11 receptions for 266 yards and three TDs. That, ladies and gentlemen, is Flipper Anderson territory. My prediction for that game, both teams are going to be in the 30s again. Let's just flip the score with the Chiefs at home. I'm saying Chiefs 34, Bengals 31. Before we get to our next segment, all about the Rams Niners, give you a quick injury update. Today was a walkthrough day for the Rams, so participation is an estimate more than anything. Joe Noteboom and Greg Gaines did not practice, and wide receiver Van Jefferson rested his knee. Gaines and Jefferson should both be good to go on Sunday. Taylor Rapp remains on his day-to-day concussion protocol. Not sure about him yet, though. Andrew Whitworth remains on track to play. Trent Williams, the great 49er left tackle, did not practice today, but the 49ers expect him to play on Sunday. Let's get caught up in some news and take a quick look back at the Ram-Buck game. That 44-yard catch by Cup was the longest play from scrimmage with under one minute left in the fourth quarter of a tied game in NFL postseason history. Cup is the first player in NFL history to have over 2,000 yards, 2,191 so far, in a single regular season plus postseason. So Cooper Cup building himself quite a legacy this season with the Rams. Take a look at pro football focus grades from the Ram-Buck game. Von Miller topped out at 93.8. He just keeps getting better and better, finding a groove with the Rams. And Nick Scott, 91.5. He's been stepping up. And Oko, 90.0. He was flashing in that Bucks game. Noticed him several times. Trevin Howard continues to play well, 74.0. On the offensive side, Kendall Blanton, 86.8. I think we're going to see a lot of him against the Niners. The Rams probably feeling a lot better about going with two tight end sets and giving them the option to run or pass out of those sets with Higby and Blanton out there. Cooper Cup, 86.4. Rob Havenstein, 77.4. Higby, the guy I always forget about, 77.0. Stafford, 72.3. And Joseph Noteboom, he did indeed have a very good game. 
71.4 overall, 86.3 in pass protection. And we mentioned in our Monday morning podcast, his win rate in pass protection was off the charts. Snap counts. Uh, All our offensive linemen, Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup, played every single snap. Tyler Higbee missed two snaps. OBJ only missed six snaps. And Van Jefferson, only seven. So we're going with those three wide receivers pretty much all day long, as we saw Akers getting most of the snaps at running back. Michelle did have 14 snaps, though. Blanton out there for eight, Skaronic six, and Bryson Hopkins one. On the defensive side, Ramsey Scott, Darius Williams, and Aaron Donald did not miss a snap. David Long missed 11 snaps. And Weddle getting more action, he only missed 11 snaps as well. Draven Howard was out there for 79% of the snaps. Vaughn Miller, 75%. Burgess slipped to 14 snaps. So how I'm reading this is you're feeling more comfortable with Weddle now, maybe getting into game shape, and Burgess's snap count has dropped. And Marquise Copeland coming off that interception against Arizona, he's out there for three snaps. I think against the 49ers, we'll probably see increases for Ashan Robinson, He'll probably be out there more. He only had 25 snaps against the Bucks. Gonna have to beef up that middle, obviously, against the Niners. Bucks are a little bit of a different team. That's our snap counts from the Rams Bucks game. We're gonna come back in a minute and take a look at the six game losing streak against the 49ers. It was pretty painful to research this. It was painful to record it, but I think Ram fans will actually feel better about our chances after scrutinizing these six straight losses. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN and get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code TPPN. For 56 to 1 odds at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. One thing I wanted to do as part of the preview this week is look at the last six games between the Rams and 49ers. I've already previewed this team twice this year, so I'm not going to get into a lot of detail about their roster, what they've done this year, who their key players are. We'll get into that a little bit, but but I really want to take a look back at these six games, these six straight losses by the Rams, and see if we can characterize all of them. So let's take a look at these six games. Let's go back to the 2019 game. The first one between these two teams was in Los Angeles. In the first half, Marcus Peters intercepted a horrible Jimmy G fade pass in the end zone. A little bit later on, the Rams are denied on third and fourth and goal from the one. 
and the half ends with Robbie Gould missing a field goal as time runs out. I don't think I've ever seen that before, especially against the Rams. So it's 7-7 at halftime. Rams come out, first play of the second half. Goff, a poor pitch to Henderson. It bounces off his left hip. And the Niners recover at the 17 and punch it in to take a 14-7 lead. Rams got shut out the rest of the game. Niners added two field goals. They win 20-7. So you have to wonder what might have happened if not for that bad pitch. Not saying the Rams deserved to, to win, certainly not, but one of those games that may have tilted on that one singular play. Later on in the year 2019, still in San Francisco, 49ers 34, Rams 31. This is the game with the blown coverage at the end, but Goff to Brandon Cooks for a TD and a run by Gurley. Rams are up 14 to 3. Debo Samuel scores to make it 14 to 10. Gurley and Mostert both score on TD runs. So it's 21 17. And then with 47 seconds left in the half, approximately, Goff throws an ill advised screen pass. And Fred Warner easily picks it off and returns at 45 yards. And just like that, the Rams are behind at halftime, 24-21. And they had basically outplayed the 49ers up to that point. But that one horrible play killed them. In the second half, Greg the Leg misses a 52-yarder. Goff, for the most part, looked great in this game. Makes a couple nice throws to Cooks and Higby and then a TD pass to Cup. And the Rams had the lead back 28-24. Niners drive for the go-ahead TD. Greg Kittle getting the touchdown reception. 31-28 Niners. 2.33 left in the game. This time Greg hits the 52-yarder. It's tied up. 31-31. And then we had that blown coverage. Looks like we're going to overtime and a 49er receiver. Manuel streaks up the middle for the reception. Is tackled well within field goal range. And Robbie Gold kicks the game winner as time runs out. Another game that came down to a couple of plays, that bad screen pass, the missed field goal, the blown coverage, and the Rams being denied third and fourth and goal from the one late in the first half. This was a really exciting game, a fun game. Rams just came out on the short end. First game in 2020 in San Francisco, 49ers 24, Rams 16. This was a Sunday night game. Niners scored on their opening drive and then scored again, a long pass from Jimmy G to Kittle, 14-0. If the YouTube highlights are any indication, there was lots of bad tackling by the Rams in this game. But Goff to Woods in the second quarter, a missed PAT, and it's 14-6 Niners. Niners go up 21-6 just before halftime. Opening drive of the second half, Rams get a field goal to close to 21-9. They get it right back, but long past a cup. Might have gone for a TD, but he loses it in the lights, apparently. Rams have to punt. They hold and get the ball back. Henderson breaking off a bunch of big runs. Third and goal. Goff and Cup just misconnecting. And the Niners hold on fourth down. Still 21-9. Niners added a field goal. And late in the game, Goff and Reynolds hooked up for a TD. So again... You know, there was a couple of key plays the Rams came up short on in this game. 24-16 win for the Niners. In 2020, first game of the year in Los Angeles, Niners 23, Rams 20. This was the Nick Mullins game. Rams had no excuses for losing this one. 
Rams came in with a 7-3 and record. Niners were 4-6. and six. Niners were up 7-3 at halftime. Second play of the second half. It's going to be like deja vu all over again. Goff is hit as he's throwing. Ball pops out in the air. Javon Kinlaw intercepts it and waltzes into the end zone. And then Niners are up 14-3. They extend that lead to 17-3. Rams get a field goal 17-6. And finally, a big play goes the Rams' way. Troy Hill has a scoop and score to make it 17-13. And in the fourth quarter, Cam Akers has a big run and then the TD. And the Rams have come back and lead 20-17. Niners tie it up, and Rams pick up a couple of first downs but have to punt. Niners convert a fourth and one, and then that guy again, Robbie Gould, hits the game winner as time runs out. So hardly domination in these first four we've talked about, but Niners just keep on coming out on top. The one game where the Niners really did dominate was the first game this year, 2021, 49ers 31 Rams 10. It was really just a bad performance by the Rams all around. And then this year, 2021 in LA, 49ers 27, Rams 24 in overtime. Most of you probably remember this all too well. Rams led 17 to nothing in the second quarter, gave up a late field goal to make it 17 to three. And then late in the game, they lose both their starting safeties. And then they have to deal with a majority Niner crowd, apparently, that starts to get really loud, and they have not prepared for this. They have to go to silent count, and they play poorly. Their blocking breaks down, and they lose in overtime. And they had a chance to win this, even though they lost their safeties and had to deal with that crowd noise. So those are the six games. Five of them have been extremely competitive. And in a few of them, I would even say the Rams outplayed the Niners, just made a couple of catastrophic plays along the way that cost them wins. Rams just need to play a clean game, one clean game against these Niners, tackle well, no freebies, no free touchdowns for the 49ers, and Rams should win this game. I also wanted to focus on the quarterbacks. If there's one position the Rams have a clear edge, it is at quarterback. I mean, Jimmy G's been playing against the Rams this year, but I'll take Stafford any day of the week. Let's look at how these two guys have performed since December 1st. In that time, 49ers have gone 5-2, and two, the Rams 7-1. and one. Jimmy G completing close to 69% of his passes. For Stafford, it's closer to 70%, so a slight advantage Stafford. Stafford averaging 14 more yards per game and averaging twice as many TDs per game. Grappolo, one TD per game. Stafford over two. Interceptions. Stafford had a three-game stretch where he threw seven interceptions, but other than that, he's been pretty spot on. And on average, Jimmy is throwing more. Garoppolo has been sacked more on average than Stafford. And when you look at the quarterback ratings in the QBR, this is where it really jumps out. And I'm just taking the average QBR and rating across these games, not an average for the entire period. Garoppolo comes in at 88.7 with a 45 QBR. Stafford, 109 rating and a 63 QBR. So big advantages in Stafford's favor there. I think this game could come down to quarterback play. I certainly hope it does. Now, last week was an interesting game for the 49ers, playing in extremely cold weather. But Jimmy was 11 for 19 
for 131 yards and an interception. And the week before that against Dallas, 16 for 25 for 172 yards and one interception. So he hasn't thrown a TD pass since that Rams game. So Jimmy G, Matthew Stafford, I'll take Stafford all day long. The Rams just need to make sure the 49ers need Jimmy to make a play. And if Jimmy needs to make plays, that could be the thing that turns this game in the Rams' favor. Let's wrap up our preview of this game. As I already mentioned a couple of times, probably Rams come in 7-1 and one since December 1st. Niners 5-2 and two over the same period. Odds holding at Rams by 3.5. That surprises me. I thought it would drop a little. I expected money to be coming on the Niners' side and would push that down. Speaking of odds, I was reading an article about one particular casino in Vegas, and they originally had the odds at 3.5, Rams by 3.5. They took a $220,000 bet from a sharp on the Niners, and that moved the odds to Rams minus 3. But it quickly bounced back when a number of other sharps came in with five-figure bets on the Rams, and it bounced back up to 3.5. According to this article, the sharp that came in for the Niners, was a well-known guy, very well-respected. Representatives of the casino said, the guys who laid back the Rams, took the Rams in other words, are some of my sharpest customers. So the line bounced around a little bit from three and a half to three, back to three and a half, and that's how it got there. Last week, they beat Green Bay. Their offense scored six points. We all know about their key players when it comes to Ram games. It's going to be Kittle, Samuel, Bosa, and Warner. They got a great supporting cast, though. And what are my fearsome four keys to this game? Fearsome key number one, we can't let them ground and pound us. We can't let them move the chains on the ground, on first and second down especially. We need to keep Debo in check, as well as their starting running back. But Debo is the one that concerns me more as far as breaking off big runs. We have to do that and force Jimmy to make plays. Fearsome key number two, our pass protection has to be better than it was the last time we played these guys. Our interior offensive line got chewed up. Austin Corbett might have had the worst game of his career. I don't know why. The Rams have to figure that out. They're not going to blitz a lot. They probably will occasionally, but they're going to try to get to Stafford with a four-man rush, and they're going to try to Frustrate us in the run game, so all we're doing is dropping back and passing. So from the get-go, we need better pass protection so we can attack their corners, which is their weak spot. Attack their corners. Got to protect the quarterback to do that, though. Last time we played them, Stafford was hit 13 times. Unacceptable. For some key number three, we just need to tackle better. We have so much trouble containing Debo and Isaiah because of lackluster tackling. I know it looks easy sitting on my couch, but got to improve there. And fearsome key number four, we have to get Cam going on the ground. Now, I'm going to hedge that a little bit. Much like I said in the Tampa Bay game, we can't be stubborn about it. I kind of like when we play action on first down against teams like San Francisco. Don't stubbornly try to run the ball. It's kind of a double-edged sword. You want to continue doing that and trying to strive for success in the running game. But if you find yourself second and eight and second and nine, maybe it's time to do some play actions on first down. In fact, I'd like to see us start with some play actions on first down. 
that will open up the running game. We can beat their corners in the short passing game. So let's get Cam going. But just like against Tampa Bay, just enough to keep them honest. I'd like to see Cam with 85 plus yards in this game. That would help the Rams cause immensely. And I'd also like to see Cam in the passing game. We just missed with that one big play. Stafford to Akers up the right sideline against Arizona. Mix some of those plays in. Run the ball effectively. Play action on first down if we have to. But find a way to get that running game going a little bit. And my prediction. I'm not going to be shy here. I think the Rams are going to be ready to go. They're going to light it up on offense and defense. Niners won't go down easy, but my prediction, Rams 30, Niners 17, on to the Super Bowl. That's going to do it for this episode. Remember, you can reach out to us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com. You can visit our website at laramsup.com. And please don't forget to subscribe and give us that five-star rating. We really appreciate it. And don't forget, keep the horns up, stay safe, and have fun out there. Music courtesy of bensound.com and the YouTube royalty-free music audio library, Crimson Fly by Hama Hama.